Hello and welcome to the What Manners Most podcast. I'm Thomas Farley, Mr. Manners. Thank you so much for tuning in. Along with everything else that has been upended by the coronavirus pandemic, weddings, occasions that couples and their families spend months and sometimes even years planning, have been hit particularly hard. Like a row of dominoes, one by one by one, this spring and summer, weddings around the country and around the world have been summarily called off. Not because the couples have fallen out of love, but because their state has prohibited large indoor gatherings, or where that is not the case, because they worry about the prospect of their friends and family members getting sick. Would-be newlyweds are getting creative, keeping their nuptials small, inviting their guests over Zoom, and embracing one another, and this moment, for what it is. It's a topic I spoke about recently on the Today Show with Hoda and Jenna. I highly encourage that if you are attending a virtual wedding, that you have a glass or a bottle of champagne on standby. Be ready with the toast as well, because it may be, if it's a small enough occasion, they may do a round robin where everybody on the call does a toast to the bride and groom, which is not usual at a a larger in-person wedding. So be ready with some wonderful words of advice, what you love about the couple, maybe a cherished story. Be ready to to raise that glass and be ready to dance. (laughs) Wedding planner Mikey Russo says that he really loves weddings. The chance to take a blank space and create something unique and beautiful. But it's not just about the pomp and circumstance. For Mikey, it's also about the emotional connections he makes with the couples and their families. And yet, when I think about the job of a wedding planner, even in normal times, it seems to me that you are poised for disasters. Even if 99% of things go right, that 1% of things that go wrong seem like they could jeopardize a couple's assessment of how their day went. Mikey agrees but focuses on solving problems and keeping things moving no matter what. Weddings are just crazy in general. There's so many things that could go wrong and that do go wrong, but everything just needs to keep on track. So that's where I excel because I'm able to diffuse many situations at the same time and with a smile on my face the whole time. It all began when he started working in a flower shop at the age of 14. It was that early exposure to wedding orders that first planted the seed, so to speak. Working his way up from cleaning and conditioning flowers in the back of the shop, he soon enough was designing arrangements. Ultimately, Mikey landed at a florist shop that did high-end events and weddings. He might still be working as a florist today had destiny not come calling in the form of a request from a member of famed boy band in sync. It was 2003, and Joey Fatone had just gotten engaged to Kelly Baldwin, his longtime girlfriend and mother of their two-year-old daughter. My friend Joey Fatone, he got engaged, and he said, would you like to plan my wedding? So I said, of course, immediately. It was just something fun to plan for a really close friend. It was just such a fun and cool experience. As you can imagine, this was to be no ordinary wedding. Fatone was a huge star, and the undertaking was an equally large one for Mikey, 
who had never planned such a high-profile event on his own. The reception, which was held at Oheka Castle on Long Island, was an extraordinary affair, as reported at the time by VH1. 250 guests then piled into the red-hot reception, including all the members of NSYNC, The Sopranos' Jamie Lynn Scala, and Mia Verdalis of My Big Fat Greek Wedding. After hours of hardcore partying, they were treated to two unique wedding cakes, exact replicas of Kelly's dress and Joey's tux. Just as guests thought the reception was winding down, guess what? We got a lot more stuff in store for you guys. A huge surprise was waiting outside. They were blown away by a customized Venetian hour, which included a carnival, game room, and live concert by Smash Mouth. It was a perfect wedding for us, as awesome. far as the ideal of a perfect wedding, the way we wanted and envisioned it. Mikey loved the wedding planning process so much, he decided he was going to open his own business, which he did immediately following Fatone's wedding. He knew he had found his calling. And yet, the notoriety of planning a huge star's wedding did not guarantee that similar bookings were a given. You're as good as you are. You know what I'm saying? You can be on TV and have great accolades in magazines, but if you're not good at what you do, all of that doesn't matter. The wedding planner does not work with scores of clients each year, preferring to work on six to eight very large-scale affairs. And yet, as he mentioned earlier, even with a small number of weddings, a lot of what he does comes down to excellent communication with the couple right up front. I always sit my clients down and tell them, listen, your day is not going to be perfect. There are things that are out of your control. There's just so many elements that can deter a perfect day. It's how you handle them and how you move forward from them. And then, of course, there's his ability to spring into action when a hitch arises. Instead of questioning how it happened, why it happened, whatever, I'm already fixing it immediately following. I just go into fixer mode. And that could be with the cake being the wrong flavor, the invitations being the wrong color. There's just so many things that happen, but it's how you deal with it. And I'm pretty calm with my clients. Nothing throws me. So I think most of my clients pick up on that same energy. Most of the time, I'm 90% calm, but you know things just aren't ready when they need to be ready and things aren't done when they need to be done. So that's when you have to get a little firmer with the vendors. Never nasty. It's always with a smile, but they know when Mikey becomes Michael. There's a very clear line when that happens. <laughs> Most of the time, I go by Mikey. And then if I'm annoyed with someone, automatically, I'm just like, it's Michael Russo. And they know there's a problem. It's this sangfroid that makes Russo so good at what he does. In addition to planning his friend Joey Fatone's wedding, he has planned the nuptial celebrations for Jonas' brother Kevin Jonas's wedding to Daniel DeLisa in 2009, which was also held at Oheka Castle, and Shark Tank's Robert Hershevec's wedding to his Dancing with the Stars partner Kim Johnson in 2016, held at the Four Seasons Beverly Hills, which featured a very special surprise guest. Olivia Newton-John came to sing as a surprise at the wedding. I'm like, oh my God, this is Sandy from Greece. I, I just couldn't get over it because I watched the movie a thousand times as a kid. And there she was. I get many moments like that where I can't even believe this is my job and that I'm getting to do this. But that happens for a split second. And then I just go back into the mode of what I'm doing. Stealing one of Sandy's lines from Greece, Mikey is definitely hopelessly devoted to his cause. A wedding planner really does take all of the annoyingness out 
of planning. If a couple came to me and they told me their budget was X, Y, Z, and they're having a hundred people, they want to get married on the water, whatever they throw at me, the perfect venue comes to mind. All of the homework is done already. I've done the homework for 20 years. That's the beauty of having an event planner opposed to doing it on your own, because most of the time they really don't know the inner mechanics of it. So it's very easy for someone to get lost and overwhelmed. We've seen the depictions of over-the-top planners who guilt parents into throwing a more elaborate occasion than they had originally planned for their child, such as Frank Egelhofer, the character played by Martin Short in Father of the Bride. And this is fabulous. Oh, oh, that is incredible. (laughs) And that's just like the one we saw in the magazine. Mm -hmm. Do you like it, Dad? Well, what is that? Is is that dollars, $1,200? Beloved, my master, this is a very reasonable price for a cake of this magnitude. A cake franc is made of flour and water. My first car didn't cost $1,200. Welcome to the 90s, Mr. Punk. Funny as that character was, more true to reality, perhaps, is the wedding planner portrayed by Jennifer Lopez in the film of the same name. Jennifer Lopez. Do you ever think about that night in the park? Matthew McConaughey. I do. All the time. The Wedding Planner. They're very good depictions of what we do. When I watched that movie, I was like, that's what I want to do. That's my job. I'm going to be J-Lo, the wedding planner. (laughs) It's pretty accurate. Mikey really does credit J-Lo's movie with inspiring him to embark on his career. The choice proved to be the right one because he is passionate about what he does, an energy that has not waved over the course of two decades. I love my job. People laugh at me all the time when I say this, but when your friends say like, oh, if I won the lotto, I would quit my job the next day. I wouldn't. I would invest in my job. I love it. Mikey loves his job, even when parents and their children have a different idea of what they each want as we saw in the original Father of the Bride, released in 1950 and starring Elizabeth Taylor as the blushing bride, and Spencer Tracy and Joan Bennett as her parents. I'm my not, wedding and my friend! Hey, no, no one has to do anything. When the time comes, I'll do everything. I mean everything. I could oh, do I would not want to be a baby. Now look at you. Now look here, young man. If you insist upon a church wedding, you can count me out. I wash my hands of the whole affair. There's just so many different players involved, from the bride and the groom to the parents to the parents of the groom, then grandparents. There's so many people that are involved, and the day means something different to each of them. So because the day means something different to each of them, I know how to identify what they want out of it for them and for the couple they get just a little overwhelmed by everyone else's feelings and everyone else's, I don't want to say demands because they're never really demands, but other people's needs and wants. Once I sit down and I have the conversation with them, they get it. They're like, oh, I I didn't look at it that way. They're like, oh, got it. Okay. Oh yeah. So I had a show on FYI called Mikey Saves the Date. And that's exactly what I did. I came in and I managed everyone's expectations, heard everyone, listened to everyone, gave them what they wanted. But I was really like the Dr. Phil of weddings. It felt amazing to be able to give Jenna and John that gift because throughout the whole process, they never once made it about them. Like it was always about everyone else. So I wanted this moment to just be about them and celebrate them as a couple. My job is to be able to give them their 
best day possible, right? But a really polished version of it. So when I meet with clients, I'm always listening and taking notes. The bride could say something simple as, you know, my grandmother's favorite flower was uh, hydrangea and her grandmother's not around anymore. She passed away. So I'll put a, a little hydrangea on the table. Just this week, my cousin's daughter, Brittany, got married to her new husband, John, on Flagstaff Mountain in Boulder, Colorado, with just their immediate family in attendance. Come October, I myself will be officiating the wedding of my cousin, Jane Lynn's son, Tim, and his fiancée, Melissa. I know they are trepidatious about the pandemic, but they're also committed to making the occasion a wonderful and a safe one. For his part, Mikey Russo has been counseling most of his clients to wait. I had a lot of clients saying, well, let's play it by ear. Let's wait and see. Maybe we just postpone a wedding from June to October. We're not going to get back to any sense of normalcy until there's a vaccination and people won't feel comfortable going to a large gathering. I have some clients that are really upset about it, but at the end of the day, I always tell them, you're healthy, you're happy, you're still getting married, it might not happen this year. It will happen next year. So yeah, COVID's totally taken a toll on the wedding industry. It's really been tough for the clients. And you try and guide them as well as you can, right? But then their emotions take over. Most of the brides, it just wasn't what they envisioned their weddings to be. They're missing out on their bachelorette parties. They're missing out on their bridal showers. They're missing out on all of these milestone events that you look forward to since you're little, right? So. There's a level of disappointment, and that's the saddest part of the whole thing, is that people just aren't able to enjoy and express themselves the way they should have been able to. As the reality set in and his clients accepted their decision, they began racing to send out postponement cards to their guests. He is advising the couples he works with to hold off on their grand celebrations until spring or summer 2021. For those who are eager to begin their lives together as a married couple, there is also the option to have a small ceremony now and save the big party for later. But that, too, comes with its own share of etiquette issues. They're having a hard time with these smaller ceremonies because they're like, well, where do I draw the line? Who doesn't get invited? I'm going to invite my parents, but then I have to invite my aunts and my uncles, but then I can't invite my cousins because then there's too many people. So it's a really fine line between doing a small intimate thing, it's tough. It's very tricky. So that's just the one thing we're just going to have to wait out a little bit just to make sure that we get this virus under control um, and manageable, that people do feel comfortable to go back out and entertain. Because if I'm being honest myself, I don't feel comfortable going into a large gathering of people that I don't necessarily know that well, you know? You just have to make sure that all of your vendors are making sure they're taking every step possible to ensure you're healthy and your safety is number one. So that means you have to make sure everyone's wearing masks and wearing gloves and just making sure they wash their hands. This is just another added thing to what I already do that I have to now manage, making sure that everyone is following proper protocols. It's definitely changing the, the landscape of what we do. To what degree is still unknown, but we'll have to see. And though the idea of guests at even a small wedding wearing masks has gotten a lot of attention, the issue is so much greater, the wedding planner says. 
I think the mask is the least of the problems. It's the interaction with the, the, the guests. How is everyone dancing? How are they celebrating? How are they engaging each other? I think that's going to be the true test. Helping navigate these unprecedented times, Mikey has partnered with Tom Kelly, a previous guest on the What Manners Most podcast, to create their own podcast, which is called The Snide, as in, here comes the snide. Although originally conceived as a platform for the two to banter about their differing opinions on weddings, Mikey obviously loves them. Tom, well, not so much. It has transformed into an opportunity for both of them to talk about wedding planning during this very uncertain period. They told us that we could change the date as of June 1st. So we're kind of like in that deciding point now. Okay. And which way are you leaning toward? You know, it's tough because in my heart, I feel like I know I have to change it. You know, I want my guests to feel comfortable. I don't want people afraid to dance next to each other and have a good time. And I want to be able to hug my family at my wedding. Right. So I know deep down I have to change it, but it's just that, you know, making that initial call, that's kind of scary. What I will say, so I'm going through this obviously with other brides and other clients. So yeah. advice that I'm giving to them is A, follow your heart and follow your gut because that will always lead you ultimately to the right place. But I'm, t- I'm also telling them that once you make that decision, right, whether it's happening or you're moving it, you'll mm-hmm. automatically have a sense of relief just yeah. having having yeah. the mindset of okay I'm move I'm moving it it's next year now like things are just different um, right. with the planning process or you're sticking to it um and it's just it is what it is you know Mikey Russo is certainly looking forward to a time when the most nail biting of decisions are what the attendants will be wearing or whether to have a band at your reception or hire a DJ If nothing else, this period is giving all couples a chance to zero in on what really matters to them. Is it getting married in the south of France with 300 of your closest friends? Or escaping to a tropical island and exchanging your vows with only a presider, dolphins, and starfish present? Before letting him go, since he's planned so many celebrity weddings, I asked Mikey which boldface couple of the moment would he most like to plan a wedding for? I should have guessed his answer before he even said it. One wedding that I would have loved to do was A-Rod and J-Lo's. I think they're an amazing couple and you could tell that their love is extreme. She was the reason why I got into doing what I do. Although I would imagine Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez are set with their wedding plans, though no date has been made public yet, you can only imagine their celebration when it finally happens will be magical. As will all weddings this year, next year, and beyond. Different, certainly, but what an opportunity for us all to appreciate such milestones through a lens of new appreciation and, once we get the all-clear, of unbridled celebration. If you disagree, speak now or forever hold your peace. I so appreciate you, my listeners, and thank you for tuning into this conversation with Mikey Russo, a man who is clearly beloved by his clients, celebrities and otherwise, as we hear in this clip from Mikey Saves the Date. This day would have never, ever, ever happened without one person, and that's Mikey. So can you come up here? For more on Mikey Russo, visit his website, Michael Russo Events, and on social media, 
all of which is in the show notes for this podcast. I'd like to thank my producer, Martin Burgess, and I look forward to seeing you next time on the podcast where we explore, discover, and distill what matters most. <laughs>